Yeah. Enjoy the show, plant a seed and watch it grow. Hold on. Enjoy the show, plant a seed and watch it grow. Hey. Purple flowers. Purple flowers. Hey. Ten Daniels, train flowers. Prince of hoops. Exclusive news on all the youth. Yeah, we got the juice. Fresh press on all teams and all the schools. I'm about to tell you what to do and show you how to move. Keep you informed of Hooper's on, who the new LeBron. Why you ask if you already know it? You already know it. If you inform the new LeBron, I'm a unicorn. Pass the torch and let me keep it going. Let me keep it going. I'm just saying what I see before I go to the league. Trendsetter in this hoop community. Hey, I'm just saying what I see before I go to the league. Trendsetter in the hoop community. Purple flowers. Hey, oh, purple flowers. Enjoy the show, plant the seed and watch it grow. Enjoy the show, plant the seed and watch it grow. Hey, enjoy the show, plant the seed and watch it grow. Press a hoop, we got the juice and all the news. Press a hoop, we got the juice and all the news. Uh, purple flowers. What's going on, everybody? How we doing? Welcome to a fantastic episode of Prince of Hoop. I'm Tim Daniel, but you're not here for me. You're here for my co- for my partner in crime here, Louisville Cardinal combo guard, freshman, just got back from Team USA camp, Trenton Flowers. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's NBA draft time. The draft is tomorrow. Well, I guess when people listen to this, will be tonight. It is, uh, yes, but sir. one of my favorite days of the year. Um, what are, do you enjoy draft night? Is this something where you get excited about on your year to year basis? Man, I do. You know, it's just a it's just a full circle moment right now. You know, I grew up watching most of these dudes play most of these guys in the draft this year, and you know, now just looking at it the way I just looked at them coming into college last year as freshmen. You know, that's gonna be my time soon. So it's just a whole full circle moment. It's kind of crazy right now. So you know, I'm enjoying watching all of this. It's a cool draft because, you know, especially now with all the outlets we have for guys to kind of get to the league, uh, you're kind of seeing that come full circle this year. Obviously, Wemby, but you have Scoot, you know, you have Brandon Miller uh, right there alone. That's three different as overseas, G League and college. So it's cool. It's something that's really neat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So let's go ahead and go through. Trent and I did a little mock draft here this evening here on the show. On the show. So we're going to kind of touch base on a couple of these real quick and kind of go through. Um, obviously, at number one, you know, it's going to be San Antonio taking Victor Wembeyama. So uh, curious your thoughts, you know, me as a spectator, not super athletic, who just watches basketball way too much. Uh, there's so many things I love about Victor Wembeyama's game, um, and rightfully so. Um you know, the ability to just track down a rebound, the ability to shoot at his height, the ability to get to just like bang in the paint. Uh, obviously, a lot of things they need to work on. I think his defensive skills need to definitely be improved. Um, but, uh, you know, the upside is obviously there for a reason. When you look at clips and see footage of Victor Wembeyama, what jumps out to you as a basketball player yourself that kind of impresses you? Man, his versatility at his size. You know, he can play the one through five, I mean, you see him bring up the ball in the game. Comes off of ball screens, he posts up. You know, there's nothing he can't do. So, just his versatility and, you know, him as a player, just, you know, being that size and just being so, like, you know, we call it a demigod on 2K. You yeah. Know, you put all the stats up, make the player as tall as he is, max out the wingspan. So, you know, that's what he is. So, you know, he's a one-of-one, you know, rare type of guy. So, I mean, it's crazy just to even, you know, see his game just – come all to life and for him to put it all together. 
Yeah, and you know what's really cool about with him because a lot of these overseas guys, you kind of see a situation where, like, don't be wrong, those guys could definitely hoop, but a lot of them also don't get a chance to really play a lot of the like internet in the U.S. guys beforehand, yeah. and he got the chance to. You know, we he got, got to go playing in school, right? And yeah, the G League dude, so. That was really cool. Uh, and I, I mean, obviously, he showed out, and uh, so it was really fun. But uh, Wembeyama, obviously, an obvious one there. I think there's so many things have been said about him already uh, that we don't really need to add on to it. Uh, Charlotte kind of makes this interesting. So I don't know where you're at, and I'll get your thoughts on this. But I Brandon felt – you think Brandon Miller still? Okay. Brandon Miller. All right. I was – I think I do too. But the idea of Scoot and LaMelo is opening my eyes a little more. It is. Um, you know, we were talking about it, actually, with my coach. Man, it's – I just don't really see how you play LaMelo Ball and Scoot, you know, at the one and two. You know, I feel like they can do it. But, you know, LaMelo isn't really the best defender in the NBA. True. Um, Position-wise, I mean, I feel like he's more of a one-two. You know, sliding him to the three you know, or anything past that, you know, he's not really – Versatile like that, even though he has good positional size. Um, I just feel like Brandon Miller fits the team. You know, I was watching something, and they were saying, like, Brandon Miller's kind of like Megatron for uh, Charlotte. So, you know, his size, being able to do what he can do. You know, he can play all the guard spots they need him to fill, and he can even play 3-4. So, I mean, I feel like that would be the best fit for Charlotte and, you know, what they need for their roster versus Scoop being, a, you know, kind of a smaller guard, which is – you know, common, you know, you have Terry Rozier that also plays too, and, you know, some of our other guards. So, you know, I just really just don't see the fit. Where I saw the fit was the idea of Scoot kind of just being a full-time cutter. For sure. And I thought that kind of made sense as far as the ability to kind of just make, you know, because LaMelo, obviously, we know the passing ability. Um, and we have Scoot's obviously not going to, you know, I don't know if he's ever going to be a spot-up shooter. I just don't ever see that day coming. I think he's going to improve as a shooter through his time in the league. Sure. But I don't know if he's just going to be some pull-up jumper, you know, three-pointer. He shot 28% from the three in, for G League Ignite. I mean, that's like making Russell Westbrook or Derrick Rose a spotter shooter. And, like, they can they make tough shots because they're good players. But, you know, it's never going to work out. And that's just not the way they're built or wired. So, I don't really see it happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, so, but, you know, Portland, obviously, I think you, you take Scoot here. No doubt you about have to it. Take Scoot. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to. And then but, Dame is probably going to be out too. So I mean what think? if you look at that is you can you can build the team around school, really. So yeah, because I that you know, everything we just talked about with LaMelo, it's a different dynamic, obviously. Uh, but I don't see a way Dame Lord and Scoot Henderson can share the court. I just Dame's so ball dominant and Scoot is too. Uh Dame obviously being a much better shooter than Scoot For is, sure. but Scoot Scoot's definitely I mean the comps you see the Scoot are he's baby Westbrook. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, so uh, that's what he looks like when he plays. Um, and then, you know, Portland doesn't really have a superstar, but they have a lot of ball dominant dudes. Like, yeah, they do. Guys that get the ball. So, I mean, Simon's and the rookie. Uh, Cam Reddish, he started getting a little bit more play time. Um, you know, I think he's, you know, a very promising player. That's actually one of my favorite players in the NBA. Cam Reddish? I, like, I like Cam Reddish's game. He's smooth. He's um, like the guy that I bought stock on that I can't give up. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's it's um I'm curious to see the way that this works out with the third pick. 
Yeah, I am too. Um, because I saw the the reports that Lillard said he would rather they trade the pick and he stays in Portland. Um, I know Portland's kind of said they don't have interest in shopping him, and you know sure. we've heard that for ten years now. So I'm kind of sick of hearing it. Um, I feel like it's just a marriage. It's just kind of you two people settling for each other and not trying to make things better, is what I feel like Portland is. Um, but you know, Scoot's kind of like it's almost a situation of like you just draft him and figure it out. And, you know, if that means you trade Dame to Miami, then you trade Dame to Miami. Um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. So this is where it gets fun. For Houston, you already know there's all these reports that James Harden's kind of going back and forth between Philly and Houston, going back to Houston. Right. Um, I lean Amen Thompson. For but- sure. You could give me Amen. You could give me Osar. You could give me Jalen, Jaden. Uh, you can give me Jarris Walker here. And you can give me Taylor Hendricks. And you'll have an argument for all four guys. But I think Amen is probably the I've most also seen those four. Anthony, I've seen Anthony Black or Kent Whitmore. I love Anthony Black. Or Kent Whitmore. Um, you know what's crazy? I could I could actually see Houston maybe taking Cam Whitmore over everybody. I love Cam Whitmore. Which is kind of crazy. Um, he's kind of in the six to ten range right now. Yeah. With Houston being at what four? Yeah, Houston's at four. Um, I could see it. I I really like Cam Whitmore. I think his athleticism and his explosiveness. It's crazy. You know, he kind of reminds me of you know. Uh, their games aren't similar, but maybe uh, uh, Jalen Green in a sense. Yeah. Just that explosion, know, yeah. Just the just the explosiveness, the pop he has to his game. Rim but, attacking. Know, he's, he's bigger than Jalen. Jalen shoots the ball much better than him. You know their ball skills are kind of different as far as you know playing wise. But you know, um, Kemp Whitmore just gives me Houston type vibes. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not for certain here. Um, it's a, it's a little bit in the middle. <laughs> Did you see that thing where uh, Jalen Green was on Paul George's podcast? I did. I watched it. When he was like, what do you think about James coming here? And he was kind of like, it could be good, but it could be really bad too. Yes, sir. I thought that I, was kind of. I don't think there's enough shots to go around between Jalen Green and James. I'm with you. I don't think there's enough shots to go around just for Jalen Green. What are you talking about? At all. Uh, I uh, I like Jalen a lot. I don't know if Jalen's a guy who's going to win a championship by any means, but he's a guy that like. If you're like looking for someone fun to watch on League Pass, you flipped on the Rockets game. He might score forty. They might lose by twenty-two in that game, but he kind of gives me like a Bradley Bill effect. Yeah, you know, Bradley Bill's never won an NBA championship. He's never, you know, won a conference champion, uh, Eastern Conference championship. I mean, he's just always been solid, and he's always just been an elite scorer. And he's turned himself into an All Star, you know, for many of years. So. You know, I could, I could see, um, I could see Bradley Bill. I could see kind of like a Bradley Bill type career for him. Yeah, well, I'm sticking with Ahmed Thompson at four. You're feeling Cam Whitmore here? Uh, dun, dun, I'm gonna agree dun, with you. Dun, dun. I'm gonna go Ahmed at four. I'm gonna go Cam Whitmore at, at, to Detroit. I love that fit. I love that fit. I uh, I really like what Detroit's building, especially if they get a healthy Cade. Me too. Um, you know, I think the thing with Detroit that's so interesting, you know, I think Monty's like the perfect guy for those dudes. Oh, definitely. 
uh, just kind of these young guys who are kind of learning how to be pros. Um, you know, everything didn't go the way they wanted to with Monty and Phoenix by any means, but uh, you get a healthy Cade. I think Jaden Ivey is a guy who has a lot of promise. Um, I can't quit James Wiseman. I I just really love James. Um, Killian. I like, yeah, Killian, if he, you know, when he's consistent. Um, there's a lot of really, really good players on that team who are young dudes that I really, really like. So, um, Hemi Hemi Diallo's there. Hamido Diallo. Hami's there. Right. Sadiq Bay. No. Yeah. Sadiq Bay got moved. Yeah, he was in the. Uh, he went to Atlanta in the Golden State trade, where they okay. they traded like seventy five draft picks. Okay. Um, there's so many really good. Yeah, there's a lot of young up and coming talent there, of guys I really like. So, um, I really like. But yeah, I uh, I'll take Cam Whitmore there with you. I'll roll with it. Right. Yes, sir. This brings me to like my favorite team every year at the draft because they're like, are you athletic and can you potentially score 34 points or six points in a game? We don't know, but we're going to find out together. Right. And that's the Orlando magic. And what you've kind of seen the magic do in the last couple of years is they've done it actually, you know, they've done a really good job. Franz, Paolo. Um, I think Suggs still has a lot of NBA upside. You know, where he could be a pretty good player. So this is kind of a guy, a team that kind of they kind of draft like a baseball program almost, where it's like you have one elite skill, you have one elite skill, you have one elite skill. Let's try to put these together and see what we and can I, do. I feel like they look in the potential more than kind of like yes, what yeah, like what so, they've been able to do with Markel and make him a like a, a solid basketball player has been great. Most definitely. Um, I like I like Anthony Black going. I was. Same. To the magic. Same. I like Anthony Black going to the Magic. On-ball defender, perimeter defender, two-way player. You exactly. Can put him, what, you, exactly what yeah. they need. Yeah, you can put him out there with Suggs. You can put him out there with Paolo. You can put him out there with Franz. You, Wendell Carter has, like, blossomed there somehow. RG, RG he, yeah. He, he's been solid at times. I feel like they have a lot of good pieces that could come together. So. Yeah. I did, too. I, uh, I don't trust their front office to make it work. But um, you can't do that. They might draft you next year. For sure. <laughs> you can't shake your head like they might draft you. For sure. For sure. I don't want them to pull this up and, t- and like cost you money. And, nah, you know, not at all. Not at all, man. If I, you're in Orlando, I, I want to go to Disney World all the time so I can come I, visit you. So, I look. I love the Magic. Um, <laughs> I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like they have a, they have a lot of good players, but I'm um, I'm curious to see how they look this upcoming season. Me too. You know um, they were. They look, I thought they looked good. Uh, Paulo, Paulo had a really big Whoa, year. Paulo. Brian Wagner would end up being pretty big. They got Markel consistent. Really so they show promise as a group. But I well, don't Wendell Carter being really good there really hurts my feelings. For sure. Yeah. Really, really, really would have liked to have him be good, you know, For in sure. a Bulls jersey. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so. That bumps me out. Um, seven. This is where it gets interesting for me. Um, Jairus Walker is a guy who I've seen linked here a lot. I went Taylor Hendricks from UCF. Taylor Hendricks. He just reminds me of a textbook Indiana Doesn't he? guy. Doesn't he? Like, I, I, I put a tweet out a couple weeks ago. Where I was like, other than Wembe Yama anywhere, I feel like the perfect team player combination in this draft 
is Taylor Hendricks going to the Pacers? And the Pacers is like, he's just that type of guy. I love the idea of with his size running that pick and roll with Tyrese Halliburton. For sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of talks. Once again, the Lakers are trying to get Miles Turner and Buddy Heal in the package deal again, you know, for 17 years in a row. Um, you know, Chris Duarte, who's a guy who's kind of become like a pretty, uh, is still a good spot up shooter. I'm Getting I still solid. like a lot. Yeah, they have a lot of talent there. They're they're close. You know, for I feel sure. like they're close. They're always good. You know what I mean? Like when they're down, they're down for a year or two. Uh, the Pacers are always a competitive franchise. They're always a team that doesn't like to rebuild. And, you know, they always do pretty well in the front office. I mean, even the Paul George trade, they got Sabonis. They you know, so, and, you know, they got Old Depot and guys like that. Um, I just think Taylor Hendricks is perfect for them. I think his spot-up shooting ability, I think his ability to attack in the paint, uh, like we talked about the pick and roll with him and Halliburton. I, I love this player. Um, I think, you know, Indiana is two hours away from me, so I can drive the games all the time. Uh, I, I'm all in on Taylor Hendricks and the Pacers. I agree with the versatility. Yeah, it's fun. It is. Yeah, that takes us to Washington, who finally rebuilding, blow it up, try to figure out what they can do here. And this is kind of step one after the Beal trade. Uh, they how like they were this close, I guess, pulling up the Porzingis trade and it fell through today. Porzingis going to Boston ended up not happening. This this is a little controversial. What are you thinking? His name is by 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 Lau. He plays for Metropolitan. Oh, uh, Webby's teammate. Yeah, Webby Yama's teammate. Yeah, I I like the film I saw of him as far as his defensive ability. I don't know if the Wizards have had a guy that played defense in <laughs> 10 years, maybe since Stackhouse left. For sure. He's he's raw. He is. I think he's a good – I think he could be a good long-term product for them. So you're just, thinking they go pro, they go upside here. I think they go upside. Okay. I see you. I go Case and Wallace. Okay. I whoa, whoa, whoa. Case and Wallace, eight? Yeah. Sheesh. Who else are they going to have dribbled the ball there at this point? Case and Wallace, Wallace top 10 is kind of, it might be a stretch in my opinion. Really? I, I think so. I would take Kobe Buffkin before I take Case and Wallace. Case and Wallace. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like Kobe. I do. But Case and Wallace, if you saw what he did down the stretch for Kentucky, I thought was really, really good. And. For sure. Even the game they lost when they got eliminated in the tournament, he was awesome. I agree. Um, so I really like Casey. I think, you know, it's a safe pick. I think Washington's okay with safe picks right now as they're trying to, like, rebuild and figure out who's going to be on the roster. Right. Um, you know, I still feel like Porzingis probably gets traded tomorrow. It's somewhere. I do, too. Is this a Zion team? It could be, potentially. Could be. Could be. There's all these talks that they feel like he's going to be traded tomorrow. Sure, for sure. Okay. Utah Jazz, who's who's it going to be? Hmm. I think we're going Jairus Walker. Oh, man. My favorite defender in this draft. Indiana Indiana was a perfect fit for Taylor, in, in my opinion. I think Grady Dick could be a Utah Jazz type of guy. 
I think I had that in my first mock draft, actually. I think I think Grady Dick could be a Utah Jazz type of guy. So you're looking now. So I took I took Jarris Walker here. I think Jarris Walker's the best defender in the draft. Oh no, for sure. I agree. So do you think then do you have him going to Dallas at ten? Or do you have do you have him dropping out of the top ten? I could see him going to Dallas at ten, or if not, I think he drops out of the top fifteen. You think he drops out of the top fifteen? I do. What worries you about him? Um, just his just his ability offensively. You know, long term. You know, he doesn't really have a good shot. His feel for the game is um, it's pretty good. He can make good passes. He's a good good passer at his size. He's more of a slasher type of guy, but. In NBA, I mean, his skill set, in my opinion, he's kind of fits a four, five. Yeah. And that puts you at his undersized four or five. I mean, the only person we've seen to that that has been able to do it at a high level really is Draymond Green. Yeah, and I hate comparing people to Draymond because Draymond's skill set's so for, unique to what sure. he's needed Draymond, to do. Draymond is, is, is a great player, but, I mean, and, and as far as, like, player build and composition and how he looks, I feel like that's like he would have to put the roles as a Draymond or somebody. Well, size-wise, you're a thousand percent right. Yeah. Size-wise, you're a thousand percent right of how that goes. Um, Yeah. So, all right. That brings us to 10 with the Dallas Mavericks. Because you took Grady Dick. I took Jairus Walker here. I really like Jairus. I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not changing my mind. For sure. But Dallas is a team that after the Kyrie trade has to completely build depth. And they also don't know if Kyrie Irving's going to even be on their team next year. Um, I think that trade looks bad now. I think that trade could look worse in three years. You know what? Um, I think maybe Jalen Hood-Shafino could sneak sneak into the Utah Jazz, too. You think Shafino? I think Shafino could sneak to the Jazz, too. Hmm. So if you had to take Grady or Shafino there, where are you going? (laughs) <laughs> That's tough. Um, who's Utah's starting point right now? It was Colin Sexton, but there's talks of them shopping him right now. I guess so, you, Utah, Utah hasn't really been big on playing their rookies, so yeah, like Agbaji didn't play a ton for them last year. Uh, um, Walker Kessler obviously did. Walker Kessler was a dude. I mean, I would say Grady Dick. Feels right. Brady Dick. Um, oh, the like 11th, has, has the 11th pick too? Yeah, Orlando has the – yeah, that's the Bulls pick. Thanks for reminding me, Trenton. So Orlando has 6 and 11. Yeah. I wouldn't hey. be shocked if they try to package it and move up. Yeah, I think they could get this. They could get the best. They could probably have the steal of the draft at 11. Who are you thinking? Man. It's kind of hard because I feel like maybe some of the names we just said could have could fall back to 11. Um, maybe, at this uh, point, we forgot to put Asar Thompson, I think. We did. Asar, so maybe Asar. Maybe Anthony Black could fall to 11. If they don't, if they don't pick him up first, I believe, I believe he's gonna get drafted by the Magic though, whether it's awesome. at six or eleven. But I, I would love that. I don't know. That's tough. It's tough. 
That's the beauty of these. I mean, they're saying Derek Lively could be 11, 12, 13. I, I wouldn't take Derek Lively to the Orlando Magic. I wouldn't I would. either. Um, I don't feel like he fits what they do, you know, draft wings and guards. So, not a, not have, they, have they drafted a center since Dwight Howard? I don't, I, 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 think, I, so. I think like I'm, I, I'm semi joking, but it's crazy. But most teams look for like a, everybody has their own play styles, they trade differently, draft yeah. differently. Like, just so much goes into an NBA franchise. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So, my 11, I'll say Asar, even though he's definitely going to get picked higher. Okay. Because we just forgot him somewhere in this I'll draft. Agree with you. We took Amen, but we forgot Asar. You threw me off somewhere, so I'm blaming you. I did. I did. Yeah. All right. 12, Oklahoma City. I like OKC. I think OKC is next year's Kings. I think okay. they're the team that takes a step. You know, this is tough. They've drafted um They got chat. How chat? Jalen Williams just got picked up last year. He's so Actually, good. Who Jalen Williams? <laughs> yeah. They did the Spider Man meme. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> um I mean, you have Shea Gilgis. I mean, he's coming into a star. Yeah, he is. Uh, Josh, Giddy. Josh Giddy. I just feel like they're so guard heavy. I just don't think you can take another guard. Well, they also have like 39 draft picks. They do. I was going to so. say Jalen Hood-Shafino to Oklahoma, but that's that's too many players in this position. Um, just because, he's, you know, uh, Oklahoma likes bigger guards. They do. 6'6", six, 6'7", six, 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 can do it all. I mean... Jalen was obviously the one at Indiana this year at 6'6". So, I mean, that's kind of where I, 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 I see that going. But only thing is they just have too many players right now. So I don't I don't really know. Yeah, I you know, this is something where would I be shocked if they make a trade tomorrow? No. Um, I'm, but they also like really young dudes to kind of like have around. Um, so I think for me, if I was Oklahoma, if I'm guessing to be Oklahoma City here, which is not a good idea. I'm taking Keontae George from Baylor for them. Oh, I was going to take Keontae to Toronto. Are you? Yeah. He fits a Toronto type of guy. Two-way type player, versatile, shoots the ball well at his size, can create his own shot. I mean. That's where I was going to put Kobe Bufkin, so I'm with you. Gary Trent. Sounds like he's uh might be on the move. Yeah, sounds like sounds 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 so right now. Um, man, it's it's crazy. I mean, Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, they have a good team. They have a good team. Uh, maybe Casey Wallace there though, if he's still there. That's what you're thinking. I could see that. Yeah. Man, uh, Toronto loves two-way type of guys. They so. do, and I don't think they know what's going to happen to Fred VanVleet. Neither do I. Neither do I. Nor do I know because he didn't play very well last year for them. Because he's up for his next contract, right? Yeah, and he's going to get paid. He's going, yeah. I, whatever they offer him, he might decline his player option and, and hit the free agency like I've seen some players doing. Yeah. Kuzma? So, Kuzma. <laughs> I can a million percent see Kuzma playing for the Raptors. Kuzma, me too. 
Me too. I feel like he could, he kind of would fit that team pretty well. Well, definitely. Yeah. Um. All right. So Toronto, you went. Keontae. I went Kobe Bufkin. We got New Orleans at the 14th pick. This is the pick swap with the Lakers. Yes, sir. I'm taking Grady Dick here. That's you already not, took him, so I had to take that's him. Too late. That's too late for Grady Dick. It probably is, but we also I also forgot to start Thompson, so. Too late. Um, Nick Smith. I had him going to the Lakers at 17. <laughs> Nick Smith, I can see it. I uh, I still really like Nick Smith. I know his year in college was really disappointing. For sure. Um, but you know he was injured battle, for a battle. long time. Yeah. Um. He uh he didn't really have the best season or you know, what people wanted to see, but. I mean, that's still a player with uh, a lot of potential, so you kind of have to, you know, look at his, you know, his potential more than, uh, you know, what he was able to give this year. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right, so you took Nick Smith there, there. So we got 15 now with Atlanta. I think this is where I take Derek Lively. Because I think it's finally going to happen. After 30 years of rumors, I think Clint Capella and uh, Thompson are finally, I mean, not Thompson. I mean, I think Clint Capella is finally getting traded. Um, I think we're finally moving on. I think that they're going to try to clean house and try to build around Trey Young again. Can we please get a big that can stretch the floor? Yeah. John Collins is also the guy who's been rumored to be traded like forever and a day. So I don't think John's going nowhere. I don't. I think they want him to go places. That's why every year you hear he's in like trade deadline talk. And everyone's like, we're good. Hey, um. I mean, he just shows. He play. He. I feel like he just shows up and tries and tries to play every night. He's. He's very. I think he's a consistent. I think he's consistent. Oh, I like him. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's explosive. I mean, some of the dunks that some of the yeah. lot the trail connected on have been. You know, some of the best plays in the league for the past year. So, man, I just hope we get a just a better center. Like I'm tired of seeing the Atlanta Hawks with these true back to the basket bigs. Do you like um, Lively there? I do. He can stretch the floor a little bit. He can stretch the floor a little bit. Um, he can move pretty well for his size. He's not a big-time scorer. I don't think he's going to be more than a 8- to 10-point guy in the NBA ever. But he'll probably end up having a maybe a Rudy Gobert-type impact on the game, on the defensive side of the ball, just being so long. You know, he's good at blocking shots. Yeah. He'll be a threat. But, um. Yeah, I don't really see. I don't really see too much for uh, Derek. Okay, I feel you. So we're at Utah's next pick at sixteen. I'm gonna go a little low controversial here. I'm going with my man Jordan Hawkins from UConn. I uh, I agree with that. I love Jordan Hawkins. I love he, his he, shooting ability. Love reminds, it. He he reminds me of a of a Utah of a not a Utah of a. Um, Minnesota type of guy. Or no, it's Utah. It's Utah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Utah. So, yeah, he reminds me of a Utah type of guy. Um, if he doesn't go there, I could see him at the Lakers also, too. Or the, or the Heat. Yeah. Or the I feel Heat. like the, he's one of these next three teams he's going he, to. It's going, it's going to be his type of um, – it's going to be his type of team. Yeah. 
This team's going to be like the Utah Jazz are basically going to be like the college basketball all star team of the they last are. like. <laughs> they are. Agbaji, Jordan Hawkins. Yeah, it's going to be kind of like, like Walker Kessler. That's what they're basically going to be. Okay. Do they have the worst uniforms in the league, by the way? I think they do. <laughs> I don't think their uniforms are that bad. I like their mount. I like their little mountain uniforms. That will forever. You that will play forever. But That's like the the highlighter yellow, not for me. It has to go. But the dark blue with the white mountains or whatever they got going on. Oh, I'm with it. That that is the top three jersey in the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with that like for the, sure. Miami Miami Heats. You know, like the little different colors with the different colors mm-hmm. on the jerseys. Every every player has like their own kind of different color. I like that. Well, That's just impressive. Yeah. Man, it's um. Who's another team with good, with good, really nice jerseys? Um, Chicago. Yeah, I like some. I like some of Chicago's jerseys. Those can play forever. You know what would be cool? When the Miami Heat had the jerseys with the nicknames. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish they brought that back. Like uh, Ray LeBron Allen. said, King. Shuttlesworth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the King. Dwayne Wade was a flash. I mean, I, that was that was pretty cool. Man, they have they have a lot of nice sets. I have to ask this just because you are much younger than me. Have you seen Heat Got Game? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, okay. Sure. Just making sure. Just making sure. One of my favorite movies of all time. So, nah, all right. That's a that's a top three movie easily. Yeah, I'm with you. So we're at the Lakers now. I already said earlier uh, I was going to take Nick Smith Jr. here, but okay. Jalen Hood Shafino with my board looks pretty pretty fascinating here at this spot. Um, man. Kind of running out of guys. I'm looking at this list right now. This is like where the draft kind of starts to kind of like no disrespect to anybody. It feels like it's where it kind of like starts to drop off a little bit. Starts to drop, yeah. My yeah. Opinion. Um, I mean Leonard Miller's still on the board. I like him. Chris Murray. I don't feel like Chris is a um Los Angeles type of guy though. No, I'm with you. Keegan with Beagle is cool. They'd be right by each other. I'm um I'm gonna agree with you on this one. I like it. Maybe I put Nick Smith too high, so <laughs> that's all right. Hey, that's okay. All right. The Miami Heat, who made the made the Cinderella run. For sure. So eighteenth overall. What a place to be after you win the championship. To, I mean if you went go to the championship. Yeah. I uh boom, boom, boom. All right. What are you thinking? I'm thinking Jalen Hood Shafino, since I put Nick Smith with the Lakers. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I can see that. That's fitting. That is very fitting. I think he is a Miami Heat kind of player. And you saw that in these playoffs of like, you know, Haywood Highsmith, someone never, never heard of, is all of a sudden playing big minutes in the finals. So that kind of makes it interesting. Sure, um, sure. Their player development, you know, it's second to none. Well, I, I agree. 
All we right. At? We're at the Warriors. Jordan Walsh. Here we go. Oh, you're going yeah. Nah, I don't I don't I don't really know if Jordan Walsh could go that early. Um I've seen some things saying that he, he could be a second rounder, and then I've also seen people put him uh top within like the eighteen and twenty five range. So I don't really know where I expect him to go, but um maybe Noah. Noah Noah Clooney. I like that. I, I could see that. Um you know he's a big that can shoot the ball. He has a uh, good potential. And I mean the Warriors the Warriors really they don't really need the nineteen anything. Pick. They don't need anything. They don't, but I feel like they could finally just use a good rookie. You know, they've never really just – they haven't had a good rookie in some years. You know, maybe maybe somebody that's just going to come in and knock down some threes, um, give them solid minutes, and is, you know, going to play a little bit of defense. I could see them, uh, you know, implementing this year. So, you know, that would be nice to see. I like that pick. I win Jaime Jaquez. Okay. Um, my, <laughs> reason, my reasoning being – that Golden State is a team that just loves ball movement. They just For that's sure. that's what they do. The the best shot is the open shot with them. And yeah. his passing ability and what you like everything you're reading from his his like training is like his passing has been elite at times. Yeah. Um, his he was just you know my one of my boys played on played on UCLA this year. Um, he was just all over the place for me. I wasn't the wasn't the biggest fan of his. Um, I feel like he's a great scorer. He can pass. He can pass. He showed flashes of being able to pass at times. But I mean, I just couldn't figure it out between him and um, uh, Tiger. So I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I guess you could. I guess you could say I'm really not his biggest fan in this case. But I mean, I feel like that would be a good pick for the Warriors too at 19. So they're such a hard team to draft for. It is, it is, it is. They look for a certain type of player, too. Yeah, they do. Uh, uh, I mean, you get James Wiseman, you do nothing with him. So, it's, it's, um, it's, it, that just goes to show, I mean, the, what, the, what the Warriors are looking for. I mean, you build a team with, you know, Stephen Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevin Looney, and then, you know, now Jordan Poole, you know, trying to be, you know, part of that big three as, as far as guards go. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just a certain style they want to. They just want to play. So, I mean, it doesn't make sense all the time, but I mean, it it works. And I mean, their 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 principles is ball movement and making threes, which is you know hard to do in basketball. So they yeah. they they mastered that. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I I never count them out ever. Nah, for sure. All right, so Houston here with their next pick at 20. Uh, we had them taking Amen Thompson earlier. Uh, this is just about stocking talent. And you had the idea of Noah Clowney earlier. I actually had Noah Clowney here. Okay. At, at 20. So we're not too far off. No, no, not at all. I, I like Noah Clowney. Until you're really watching the draft, you just don't know because dudes start sliding. I mean, it's it's crazy. I feel like we're gonna be texting tomorrow during the draft. Like, what? We're we're dumb. Do you, we don't know I, any better. Like, usually, you have a couple of shockers every year. Yeah, I feel like yeah. a couple of people are gonna surprise us. I really do. So, I do too, man. I think it's gonna be fun. All right, we're almost done with the first round here. We got Brooklyn and back-to-back picks. I feel like we can just go ahead and put these together. 
Um, yeah. I'm going to say Jet Howard and Leonard Miller. I like both those picks for them. I uh, I really like Leonard Miller. Leonard Miller, super versatile. Um, can play the one, two, three, four. Jet Howard, I mean, you know what you're getting out of him. He's a scorer. He's a good shooter. Um, I mean, I feel like they could. I feel like they could. I feel like they could use him. So here's Man. here's here's my hottest of hot takes. You ready for this, Stratton? I'm here. I think this is a great team for Chris Paul to go to. Chris Paul. I think that if I'm Chris Paul, when the when the Wizards buy me out, I've got I've got Mikael Bridges. I've got Cam Johnson, who got guys I've already played with, who I had success with. For I sure. have a lot of young talent. Um, you know, I've got Spencer Dinwiddie, so I don't have to play hard every possession if I if I if I need it if I need a breather. I've got all well, these players. I feel like Brooklyn is a really good fit for Chris Paul. It could be. I agree with you. I mean, if you can piece that together and you can get the rookies to show up and play good, I mean, I feel like the Nets could probably be one of the best teams in the in the East. Yeah. Uh, they had a good run. I feel like they could have beat Philly. They just didn't have the depth. They were they were a guard. They were a guard. They were a guard and a shooting guard short, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So I, I like that pick. I think for the next Nets pick, I think I'm taking Ryan Rupert. I'm I'm starting I'm starting to get a little high on him. Okay. Okay. You know his sister was the top pick in the WNBA draft. That's what I heard. That's yeah. crazy. That kind of cool. That yeah. is pretty neat. All okay. right, so Port- that brings us to Portland at twenty three. Think I'm going my guy Ben Shepard from Belmont. Okay. I agree. Shooting machine. I agree. I like him a lot. Sacramento at 24. Sacramento at 24. Um. Do I take my guy here? Do I take my Maxwell well, Lewis? You just said Maxwell? My guy. You like my Maxwell guy. Lewis too? I said Maxwell Lewis too. I like him. I like Maxwell. I Paul, like him. Paul George style game. Um, he he he's special. I mean, six eight, shoot the ball at a high level. Super explosive, athlete, long. Uh, can be a secondary ball handler. I mean, I feel like he could. I feel like he might be one of the biggest sleepers in in the draft this year. I'm so happy you said that. You just made my day. I feel like every time I bring him up, people look at me like I'm crazy. Nah, I, I like his game. He's a real deal, in my opinion. Yeah, I like him a lot. For sure. Right. So Memphis, who has so many questions of like, you know, we know Jaws out thir- at 25 games. 25. Uh, we know Dylan Brooks likely won't be back. I mean, the report that came out said by any means necessary, he won't be playing there. Not at all. Um, you know, Tyus Jones probably gonna, you know, he's gonna get the good Tyus Jones being such a good passer and knowing like, you know, we're gonna get job back, so we have the passing ability still there. Um you might disagree with me here, but I think I like Bryce Sensabaugh here. I think I just like someone who I know I can just put in the corner. 
Yeah. I just like knowing there's someone I can just put in the corner. He's going to catch the ball and he's going to put give me 43%. He's going to play he's going to play some he's going to play some defense. I mean, at his size, he has a football frame on him. Mm-hmm. He's his body is I don't think he has an NBA body, but he, his his frame shows like promise and potential. So, I mean, I I like Brian Sensabot to the uh to the Grizzlies. Yeah, I did too. Indiana right. pick. I got to take my guy here, right? I got to take Colby. Oh, I did not think of that. I didn't think Colby was going to be a first rounder. Yeah, it sounds like he's dropping more and more. But I feel like if I don't take Colby, I feel like he'll be mad at me. I feel like Colby, but I feel like Colby could sneak his way in there too at the same time. So, the idea of Colby Jones is a lot of um, offensively, he's kind of like a Swiss Army knife, right? You know. You, Sean Miller used him last year as a point guard in the half court in a lot of situations. Which is uh, crazy. I used to, when I was recruited by them, um, Travis Steele was playing him after the 2 3. Mm-hmm. So to be able to see his game kind of, you know, flip and transform a little bit and to be able to see him as a primary ball handler without Soleil Boom. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he showed that he could play along another alongside another really good score, an elite guard. So. I mean, I feel like he could play the one-two and then maybe slide to the three in the NBA. You know, he's a little undersized for the three, but, I mean, he has a good frame on him. He plays defense. He's, he's going to go hard every play. That's what you do know about him. So, Yeah, I think he might have led the country in getting hit in the face last year. He did. He got hit in the face a lot. <laughs> he did for sure. So, Yeah, um, I could, you know, I feel like he's in this range between here and, like, early second. Um sure. But I think Indiana just likes those like smart heads up dudes who like you know you're gonna get if they play six minutes they're gonna bust their ass if they play thirty five minutes they're gonna bust their ass uh, so I feel like he kind of fits that mold. I agree. Charlotte right. Hornets. Charlotte Hornets at twenty seven. Okay, mm. I gotta say he's gonna. I think he could go to to here or the Clippers at the thirtieth pick. Who's that? Amari Bailey. You're taking your boy? All right. Uh, I gotta send you. Uh, I gotta send you the. I gotta. You know, I sent you the pictures of it, but I'll, I can mail you those uh, Amari Bailey McDonald's All American basketball cards. I got. I think Amari. Hmm. I think I'm going Julian Phillips from Tennessee here. That's another dude that's in the 40s. He's kind of in the 40s range right now. Yeah. 30s, 40s. Um. I don't know if I see him moving up. I really don't. I like him. I like him. Don't love him. I played against him. I played against Julian Phillips. Oh, did you? I did. I thought he was um he was solid. Yeah. I was I was a sophomore. I was it was my it was last it was my last it was two years ago I had to prep. My sophomore year. Um I mean, shoot. I didn't I didn't really feel like there was no difference between me and him and he was a senior, so I mean, I'm uh, I I, th- I think Julian Phillips is a he's a good player. I mean, he's versatile at his side. That's another another versatile guy. I just don't know if he's first round, and you know, part of that could be on Tennessee for his performance this year. But you know, the other part of that too is um, like how how big is his ceiling really as a player? I mean, late first I think makes a lot of sense for him. I don't know if he's a guy who's going to go out there and build himself i don't know if start if he's like a fifth starter on a playoff team for sure. um but 
there are things about him I really do like as far as being a role player in the league. Um, is he a guy I could see the first couple of years bouncing back and forth between the G League and the NBA? Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think I, I I do like him. I think he has a lot of upside, um, but I do think there is a very low floor with him. For sure. Me too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it looks like the deal's back on one way or another. The Boston Celtics are finalizing, finalizing a deal to get Chris Asporzingis. <laughs> hey, that's the NBA championship. That you think you think so? Yes. I don't know. And we don't get healthy Porzingis. Wait, wait. We? Are you a Celtics fan? Kind of. Oh no. Oh I love, no. I love Jason Tatum. If we get if we can get a healthy Porzingis to go along with Al Horford. And then we also have my guy. Um trying to think of the center's name. Talk about talk about Time Lord. Nah, he has he has the dreads. Robert Williams, Time Lord. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Robert Williams, there we go. Thank you, thank you. I'm thinking of Grant Williams. I don't know why. Um, I mean Robert Williams. You know that's a that's a that's Kenneth Fareed 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> that's Kenneth Fareed 2.0. So, I mean, look, he's gonna get in the game and play hard every time. So you know, we get Porzingis a break. You know, you can go in, score, do your thing, protect the rim. And then, I mean, it's, it's Jason Tatum's team and Jalen Brown. So, I mean, with them driving the car, I think it could be scary. All right. All right. I'll roll with it. Um, So, we had Charlotte just now, right? That's where I took Julian Phillips. 28, you took Jazz. Oh, boy. I think. Kind of getting tight. Andre Jackson. I was going to go Jalen Pickett. Okay. Yeah. I like, uh, but I, I, I think Andre Jackson probably sounds better and for what there. Andre, maybe. Yeah. Uh, nine. I think Derek. I did too. Yeah, I did too. I, he, he, he reminds me of a Pacers type of player too. He really does. Yeah, he does. Um, I'm I'm curious to see where he ends up at. I really am. Me too. And then 30, we have the Clippers. I'm taking Gigi. I can't let Gigi fall out of the first round. I was going to go Marcus Sasser. I feel like he's too old. Gigi has Gigi in my opinion has a more a more upside. He does, but I feel like Marcus Sasser's a guy you can probably play now. Now? Yeah. And you I don't think feel- that Jackson could play now. I don't think yet. Um, I think he's a guy who could use a little seasoning. I think I feel bad for him because he a thousand percent deserved to write to reclassify and move up and play immediately. He just did not play on a very good team. Things sure. did not go either go their way by any he means. Had a good year. Yeah, there's that too. Good performances. Um, he. Kind of had a he had, he had a couple moments which I don't think helped in the draft process. Mm-hmm. But you know I feel like if teams you know take a chance on him in the first round, I feel like you're 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 getting what you what you uh, drafted. So yeah. I feel like his career is only um you know up from here. So that we wrapped with the first round. Let me just ask you real quick before we get out of here because the other thing that I think the most interesting name 
as far as the second round group is that people are talking about. And I think you probably know where I'm going with this is Amani Bates. Um, and it's been like for a guy who is so highly talked about, right? Like when he was going through high school, was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, you know, when he went to Memphis, was like the guy, right? Why have we not heard a thing about any of his draft workouts? Why have we not heard like anything about his interviews? Like, are people just like not like, I think he's going to get drafted, but I'm almost at the point where I wouldn't be shocked if he gets a two-way contract or he's a UDFA. Um, I mean, that's kind of hard to say. You know, I, I feel like a lot comes with, you know, Moni Bates. We've kind of seen that in this past year. Talented player. You know, he works hard, puts the work in. Um, I don't really know if his, if as far as, like, his IQ goes, his plan, if it's really all there. Um, but, I mean, he's he's a tremendous scorer. Yes. He's 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 probably, you know, I would take him top five scoring in the draft all day. Like, if I need somebody to go out there, hey, don't pass your teammates the ball. Just give me 40. <laughs> he's going to get it this year. He's going to get it done. But, you know, unfortunately, that's not the way basketball is played. And, you know, it's a it's a team sport. So, you know, um, just just uh, just a lot comes with drafting a player like him. You know, I feel like he – I don't feel like he'll fall out of the 40s. I don't think he'll fall later than the 40s. I can see him going at like 35, 30, 34 around there, mid-30s. But, um, man, it's, it's, it's been a quiet draft process for him. He went to the combine. He played okay. Uh, took some terrible shots. <laughs> That's to be expected. A lot of bad shots. Um, man, uh, you know, I'm, but I'm an money base fan. Yeah, he's a he. He works hard. You know, you can't take that away from him. And you know, I mean, it's been a long road for him. You know, from being you know one of the best players in the country to you know now you know hopefully getting your name drafted you know today or tomorrow, whatever it is. So, you know, I'm glad that you know his college career is finally over. And you know, we can kind of see what he turns into as a pro. Yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, Keontae Johnson? Obviously, the fact that he's even able to be in the draft is awesome. Man, Um, you know what? Keontae Johnson could be a first-round type of dude, too. I saw him play a couple years ago when he was in Florida. I saw him play at the Charleston Classic. Do you do you know who we left out? Jalen Wilson. We did leave Jalen Wilson out. There's like 14 Jalen Wilsons, though. So Jalen, I think Jalen Wilson could have went to the Utah Jazz or or somebody like that. Now think now to think about it. So yeah, well, when we get together next week, we'll laugh at how. How this went, I'm sure. Well, definitely we will. Yeah, we probably got a lot, a lot right and a lot wrong. So that's the draft. That's mock drafting, right? It's 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 crazy. The draft is um, it's harder. It's just as hard or harder than March Madness. Yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, I hope Keontae Johnson gets a chance. Uh, When I saw him play in Charleston, he I I was blown away how good he was. For and sure. then, of course, everything started happening. Who's on a team like Andrew Nemhard? How did Florida not win with those two dudes? Hey. I, I blows my mind. Um, oh my goodness, the deal is coming out more and more, Trenton, as we're on air. Wow, Tyus Jones is going to be going to the Wizards in this deal. 
Who the hell in the woods? Who's going to play point guard for the Grizzlies the first 25 games? Tracks. Hey, it's looking rough for us right now. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Um, hey, maybe Jalen Hood should be no Mike, Mike Fall. There you go. There you go. Hey, you never know. You, you never know how this draft is going to go. Yeah. All right. Well, Trenton, I kept you from the gym. I'm going to let you get there now. We had to get this knocked out. Thank oh you. God. It's been too long, man. I'm so happy to see you. Uh, and we'll, uh, once we get this on a schedule, this is going to be, this is going to take off. Yes, sir. My God. Thank you so much. All right. We're going to go and wrap this up, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out. Have a good night and enjoy the draft. And uh, feel free to tweet at us if we look silly. We, we accept it. Don't See you all. Cars, too. That's right. <laughs> My guy.